On today's show, all I really need to know I learned from video games and many lessons I had to learn the hard way. All coming at you next. What's up, everybody? I'm Russ Dornish, and welcome to Crossfire Faith and Gaming Podcast, where we discuss both faith and gaming topics here. I am joined by my host, as always, the Reverend David Petty. How's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Great to be on. Great to be here. It's it's another week. We're another week closer to the, you know, the demise and end, so to speak. Um, it's, it's fall almost. I mean, oh, the fall. Things, oh, that was but... a bad fall joke. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but as I said, in the intro, we're going to be discussing all I really need to know. I learned from video games and many lessons I had to learn the hard way. Now, David, you came up with this topic, uh, kind of what kind of drove you or what, what, what made you think about this topic and, and us covering it today on the podcast? Yeah. So I actually had a conversation with a friend recently who was very concerned because they felt like their kid, uh, you know, basically came to them and said, Hey, uh, I am ready to move out. I'm ready to be on my own. I'm ready to, to get out in the world, even though they're only like in their teenage years, but they felt like they were ready because they knew everything that they could possibly know because they learned all these lessons in video games. They felt like video games had taught them every lesson they needed to know. Uh, so this friend asked my opinion on that. I said, well, there's lots of things you can learn from video games, but there's also lots of things that you can't learn from video games. So thus I said, well, let's just make a podcast about it. And you know, maybe I'll just send them this podcast and say, give it a listen and see what you think. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea. Um, and it's something that, you know, even as we started discussing the topic before we went live, uh, I realized that, you know, it, it's something really good to think about. I think, like you said, there are plenty of things that can be learned from video games and positives to video games. And then also plenty of things that I think you still need to learn in the real world and aren't as simple as, hey, video games told me or whatnot. So with that being said, let's start off with, I think, the easy question to kind of kick us off on this topic, and that is... What's the most valuable life lesson that you've learned from a video game? David, what are your thoughts? Oof, gosh, uh, this is a tough one. The most valuable life lesson that I've ever learned from a video game. Um, I, I guess, you know, probably the most valuable life lesson that I've ever learned from video games uh, was actually a lesson that I learned inadvertently through playing video games. Uh, and that is that sometimes the pursuit of that which you aim to achieve is not worth the pursuit. Oh, that that sometimes okay. um, you can lose yourself in trying to achieve a specific goal. Uh, and, and my story is specific to Rocket League because there was a time where I was just trying to get the the end of the season. Uh, you know, trying to get all of the possible achievements, you know, make sure that I maxed that whole thing out. And I was up until like five o'clock in the morning one night and realized this is number one, not healthy. Uh, number two, I wasn't even having fun. I was uh -huh. just angry. I was grinding and I was angry. Uh, and then number three, it was like, you know, what am I doing? Like, if this isn't fun and this is unhealthy, why am I doing it? And so I put down rocket league for a long time and really kind of 
kind of reconsidered my priorities there. Um, but so, you know, in that, I guess that then I've come back to video games from time to time and said to myself, you know, make sure that this is fun, make sure that it, this is fulfilling. Uh, so one of the most valuable lessons I've learned about video games through playing video games was that video games sometimes aren't everything. It, it's funny you say that because obviously everybody knows I'm the resident uh, trophy hunter in the group. Uh, and I have definitely been in similar situations to that. I will say that's part of the reason uh, and part of the way that I formulate my trophy hunting. I do not pick uh, platinum or trophy hunts that are going to be extremely hard. I research my hunts before I get into it. Uh, part of that is, of course, if you're in the trophy hunting community, you always want to see if there's any missable trophies that you have to get during your playthrough, things like that. But I make sure to kind of research and see, okay, what goes into getting this trophy list? And is it going to be something that I'm going to enjoy or am I going to get frustrated? You know, there's this level of commitment that I kind of put into it of seeing, okay, is this going to be a really hard one that like, you know, very little people have, or is it one that, you know, maybe a lot of people have, or even a, a decent majority of people have, or is there a specific way I can go about getting this? Um, so I definitely have agreed with that. I make sure not to try and, you know, uh, do go, go too crazy and, you know, spend hours and days and no sleep and all that stuff. Um, to kind of get my enjoyment out of it. Now, going back to that question, though, specifically for me and what life lessons I've learned, uh, one big one is always keep your guard up. I mean, you know, that's an easy one. Um, but more realistically and what I would apply to real world and real life uh, would probably be the uh, the problem solving skills that I've learned and acquired through video game play. Uh, I will say that video games have really helped me to be able to kind of Think through situations, think through problems. Um, I think the way that video games have set you up when it comes to like puzzle solving and, you know, different things like that. I see myself using that. And now I have a career that's really kind of focused on problem solving and my skills and abilities to problem solve through video games have really helped me in my job to be able to realize, okay, what steps do I need to take to solve this problem? If I'm thinking through this, like, am I am I looking at every avenue possible? Am I going to this help page? Am I searching online for help? You know, is there a guide or a video or somebody out there with a tutorial on how to help? That's a huge part of it. That's part of that video game problem solving that I think a lot of people don't realize that I use in my day to day. And honestly, I will tell you that is the biggest frustration I have in my life with work is I run into so many people out there and no offense if you're out there, but I run into so many people in the older generations that do not want to problem solve. They want an answer handed to them. Younger generations too. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to challenge I that. that. I, I, yeah. I know some teenagers that are like that. Absolutely. And I agree, but usually if I challenge them, they'll at least go look for it. Uh, in my day to day job, I challenge a lot of older people to it and they just say they don't have time. They don't have time to do it. They think it'll take a lot of time. But the fact is, if you just have the skills of, you know, knowing what to do in technology and understanding that and workflow. And uh, the other thing I could think of is just kind of, um, you know, when you're going through a new program, you know, you know where things are. When you're going through a video game, you know that there's the pause menu and there's the controller layout and there's the settings and there's all these things built in that you can go look through first. 
Uh, I think that's been a massive thing that has helped me in my life. It's one thing that I highly recommend for parents out there when you're wondering, oh, is playing video games good for my kids? This is probably the best aspect of it. It is going to teach your kids how to problem solve. And when they run into an issue in their game, don't simply take the controller from them and beat it for them. You know, walk them through, help guide them through the problem solving steps. Like, where have you looked? What have you done? What are you doing to, to kind of figure it out? It's a great, great learning tool as far as that problem solving skills. So absolutely the most valuable life lesson I have ever learned from wow. video games. And another good life lesson that I've learned a little bit, but I think, you know, it's one of those things that is, is available in games. Uh, is that concept of resource management, you know, and, and I kind of, I'm going to side with some of your old people on this. Cause this is a, a lesson I've learned through playing video games is resource management of not only my money and my resources. You know, I love to play Minecraft on survival mode where, you know, look, if you want to build something great, but you got to figure out how to acquire the materials first and then you're going to build it. And that's, that's like life, right? You know, you want a car. Yeah. Great. Go buy a car. First, you have to acquire the materials necessary, which is an income. And then you're going to take that income and then you're going to put it towards a car. Or maybe you got to get some credit under your belt. Um, but also what are the best, the, one of the biggest resources that all of us have at our disposal, uh, and the resource that is unfortunately not refillable is that of time. And so, you know, for the, for the people that you were dealing with Russ, you know, they're talking about their not having the ability to have that much time to do what they think is going to be an overwhelming amount of problem solving. Uh, the same is true for all of us, right? There comes a time when you just have to say, I don't have time to try to tackle yet another side quest, yet another main quest, yet another, you know, I'm, I'm not going to put the time into whatever this adventure is because I've got to spend my time elsewhere. Right. And video games make us do time management. If you know, if the game is good, um, it, it can teach you some time management skills or some resource management skills. Yeah, no. And, and definitely with the, with the time management thing, it's like, okay, how, how do I need to structure this so I can cut things out? And hey, us as adults too, like we have to find time to play games. Like that's our biggest frustration is when are we going to find time and how are we managing our time and how are we getting everything done and then, you know, tying in games to kind of, you know, keep ourselves happy in the sense. So uh, absolutely time management, resource management, um, problem solving, all of that are huge, huge things. Uh, David, going on to another question, can you share a specific game or gaming moment? So directly that maybe had that profound impact on your understanding of teamwork or community besides, obviously, I mean, you said Minecraft, that's a great example. Um, but you know, what are kind of the, the, the ideas and things of specific games that you can see when it comes to this idea and topic? I mean, I think, um, Minecraft is a great one for teamwork. Uh, you know, I was on a Minecraft server for like a decade and some of the things that we achieved in there, it was like, you know, and, and it was a survival server. So we would say, Hey, we want to build this giant castle that looks like this, but we had to go mine those materials. We had to, uh, you know, build the castle. We had to design it. We had, we had quite frankly, like um, public works projects where we said, uh, you know, we started over here at zero, zero and we want to get over to here, which is at 17,500. And so you, the best way to do that would be probably to go in into the nether and build like a rail system. And so we had this nether rail system that you would go into the nether, you'd hop on a mine cart, you would take the rail to the next place. We did public works. Like, so it was amazing to see that teamwork come together. 
Uh, the other game, I would say, obviously, sports games are great for this, like playing Rocket League and saying, you know, look, I'm going to play defense. You're going to play offense. And, mm-hmm. you know, you make sure we get as many goals as possible. And I'm going to make sure that the other team gets as few goals as possible. But only through working together can you achieve the goal of winning the game. What about yeah, you? Yeah, it's what, funny. What do you think? Well, it's funny you say that too with the sports one um, analogy. You know, obviously, as a sports coach myself in real life, probably one of the biggest things I have to teach the kids and try and get them to do is communicate. Communicate is the number one thing in sports and any type of team sport uh, to be important as far as how you succeed. And if we take that into games, you have games like Rocket League or you have the esports games. You have your, you know, team shooters and things like that, like Fortnite. Um, you know, I recall back to uh, the the camp that we ran and we had our Fortnite session and there was a group of four of us that just, you know, worked really close together. We didn't leave each other in the game and we communicated, you know, we let each other know, okay, where are the enemies? Where would we spot them? How are we doing? Am I reloading? Am I going to cover you? All those things are drastically important and wonderful things that we learn in games. As far as personally a game that I would say uh, really helped me with that life lesson, I like I said with my problem-solving idea, uh, there's a reason that I love like the Uncharted series. The Uncharted series is a great mishmash of shooting, obviously, platforming, but then you also get that little bit of puzzle solving in there and mixed in. And I always loved, especially my first playthrough of those games, uh, I am usually not looking up a guide or not looking up a how to you know complete this puzzle or whatever it is. And I really enjoy being able to solve it and kind of problem solve. And I'm going to try this. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to try this. And that's the whole idea that I try and, you know, communicate with so many people is like problem solving isn't I need to solve the problem right now. Like I have this problem. I solve it. Great. It's done. No, there's trial and error to it. Like, don't be afraid to mess up. That's my biggest message and takeaway that I get from games that I then bring to real life, to my job, to people around me. It's like. Hey, don't beat yourself up over this. Nine, 99% of the time, if you fail in something, it is not going to affect or hurt you in this horribly negative way that is irreversible. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I can't problem solve in a surgery and just hope to get it right. That's a little different, but there are plenty of other opportunities in our lives where problem solving and making mistakes are completely fine and all right, and we need to be fine with doing that. Yeah. And I would say, you know, the concept of um, being okay with failure is huge, right? Because we learn through our failures. And, you know, often I think failing in games allows us to then pursue the next the next task. You know, we, we say, okay, we failed at that. Let's try it differently. We failed at that. Let's try the other way. We failed at that. Let's respawn, you know, and, and in life, you're going to try stuff and you're going to fail. Right. And the, I can't remember who said the quote, but you know, somebody who has never succeeded has obviously never, uh, or somebody who has never failed has obviously never tried. Right. And if not for failing, you wouldn't learn how to succeed and, you know, figure out life. So I, I think that's an important one. Um, you know, I'm curious, uh, you were talking a little bit about your Fortnite experience. Um, and I'm, I'm curious, we were talking about life lessons that games have taught us. Um, are there anything, are there any life lessons that you can say you learned that you could never have learned in a video game? Yeah. I mean, there, there's, there's plenty of that stuff, especially in those type of games. I mean, um, 
there there's so much i can think of if i go back to like uh maybe your open box sandbox games you know um obviously you learn about consequences in games things like that but when it comes to some of those games i also think that we kind of take out some of those consequences uh while we learn that yes if i if i do uh something in grand theft auto i could get arrested but we also learn in grand theft auto that if i outrun the cops eventually i'm going to be okay and i'm not going to get arrested and and what happens if you get arrested like if the game doesn't shut stay. down for 15 years because nope. you stole a car. Like, nope. Uh, there's no long term consequences when it right, comes to gaming. Right. Absolutely. There is just short term, you know, renewable consequences that I think we don't realize. Uh, I think that games can definitely glorify the idea that life is easy. Uh, you know, we've talked about mm. that on the podcast before easy yeah. mode. There is no easy mode in life, unfortunately. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes life is just hard. Sometimes, guess what? Life is unfair. Like, that's a huge thing. Like, you want a game that'll teach you some life lessons? Go play one of the Dark Souls games. Because that is a punishing, brutal, sometimes unfun game to get through. Uh, it does bring with it some satisfaction when you get through it, which I think is very relatable to life. But the idea is that life is just not the same as video games you know video games can teach you a lot of life lessons that you can then translate but video games themselves are not transferable completely to just life in general um and yeah. i think that's something that we have to really understand as gamers and, and i want to piggyback off what you said uh about life being unfair um so it's actually jane mcgonigal talks about this in one of her books and she talks about the fact that one of the reasons we like playing video games is because they have a very easy to understand and a very just rule set, right? It makes sense yes. and it's logical and it's yes. there's there's a sense of justice, right? You do this thing and these are the consequences and usually they're not too bad, um, but it's easy to understand those systems that are at play. But imagine, you know, I haven't finished the game yet, but even just the parts that I've played, a game like the Stanley Parable, where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this thing because it says to do this. But like, wait, no, I'm I'm not where I'm supposed to be. I'm really confused. I did the thing I was supposed to do, but the game changed on me. And, and that's true in life. You know, you say, look, I was driving under the speed limit. I was driving uh, nicely. I was, you know, everything. I was doing what I was supposed to do. And someone came out of nowhere and crashed into me. Like I was following the rules, but the rules changed. And, you know, so sometimes life throws you those curveballs uh, that I think, and the real consequences of your actions, and sometimes the consequences of just stuff happens um, in life. Games can't teach you that. Um, and with that, I was going to say, you know, I don't think games can teach uh, real empathy. What, what do you think about that, Russ? I think there's a case for both for it and against the idea of it. Okay. Um, you can obviously, I think, experience empathy in certain parts of games. Um, it, 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 you know, especially when you talk about like story games that have choices and morality, you know, you can start to get an empathetic feeling for that. Um, you can show some sympathy as well in those situations, but I also think part of the reason that people play games is so that they can do things they would not normally do in life. And so mm. that's when you get the other side of that, where I may play as an evil person 
because I am not oh, an yeah. evil person in life, and I don't get to like that part. I, I I definitely see, but I also agree because I think what you what we just talked about too when it came to our first little idea of why games aren't fully directly revolved, which is the idea that there aren't consequences in games. If I'm evil, yes, the story might be different, or yes, I might get a different weapon or things like that. But there's no real life consequences for my character. I'm still going to finish the game. I'm still going to, you know, I, I get to restart if I make a bad decision. I could, you know, save scum and change what I did if I don't like it. Like, there's so many things like that that I think it kind of makes it hard to really become empathetic. Because now, if there's no consequences, is there really a reason to be empathetic all the time? Or can I do whatever I want? Versus in real life, like, it's just, it's it's better because you're not only affecting your life, you're affecting somebody else's life potentially. Or, you know, however that's dealing with it. So, I mean, that's a really heavy question. Dave, what 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 are your thoughts on empathy in games? Yeah, I mean, now that, now that you mentioned it, I guess, um, you know, I was thinking about empathy because you you don't have real people, right? And so you're... Yeah, you know, if I'm playing Grand Theft Auto and I accidentally run over a pedestrian, like, there's that. Who, who cares, right? Um, now that being said, uh, some of that is in the game design because when I run over a pedestrian in Grand Theft Auto, nobody around me seems to care. Like maybe the police start chasing me, but but nobody in the game is uh, showing the kind of empathy that I might expect from a character. Uh, where I think actually the Last of Us Part Two we've talked about before. Oh yeah, you yeah. know there are times where there's a dog attacking you, you shoot the dog and then the dog owner is weeping over the dog. And suddenly you feel remorse for this action that you took. Yeah. And, and that, gosh, I mean, talk about some empathy in games. Also, you get to play in somebody else's shoes, right? So I might be able to play a historical game where I might be able to understand somebody's historical um, perspective in a way that I might not be able to understand otherwise. Uh, remember our, our good friend that we had on the podcast, um, with black simulator, like yeah. that was the whole reason that he created that game was to Justin put yourself Fox, in right? the shoes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Justin, uh, you know, creates this wonderful game that is a great idea in the, in the sense of like, what is it like to be of a different race? Um, what is your day-to-day -day life supposed to be like? You know, we talk about that a lot. We talk about social justice on this podcast. We're a group that, you know, believes in equality as, as best as we can. And we also understand and agree that, you know, we do have some privileges being, especially both of us. I mean, both of us are white, cis, gender males. Like, that's, that's just the way it is. So that's that's how we deal with that is like, we don't get to see those stuff, but maybe through games we can see through another lens. I mean, that's another great that's right. life lesson, but uh, agreed. I, I don't think there is fully the consequence. So empathy is kind of an issue. Um, do you think now, now kind of taking this from another perspective. So we have obviously life lessons learned life lessons. You can't learn. Do you think that video games can either become a, uh, a promoter or a hindrance when it comes to our spiritual side, so spiritual growth of, you know, games and things like that. What do you think that looks like, especially, you know, with us being Christian gamers, working with people who are Christians, you know, what does that look like as far as the either hindrance mm. or promotion of growth uh, in our spirituality? Right. I mean, I think the concept we talked about a minute ago of uh, games addressing failure and being able to overcome failure by trying again 
to me speaks to the redemptive nature of our spirituality and the redemptive nature of our faith, right? That I wake up today and I get to try again because I failed yesterday and I failed the day before. And, and because we are all imperfect, right? Even though we are made in the image of God, that in some ways we all fall short, right? In some ways we all miss the mark. And so every day we get the chance to try to be better than the day before, uh, every, every moment really. Um, so I think there's an element of that that's beautiful. I think there's an element of games that spark awe and wonder in us that I hope that uh, allows us to appreciate the beauty of creation uh, the same way that hopefully a you know a national park or a geyser uh, or just looking at a beautiful sunset or a rainbow, those things spark awe and wonder in us and give us a sense of reverence for our creator and for us as creation. Um, so I think those are, those are elements of gaming that do have some parallels. Um, that being said, I, I think there's a whole lot about our faith that we have to live in community. We have to bump into each other. Uh, we have to deal with real life consequences because otherwise we may not realize that we're failing. We may think we're actually succeeding, but you know, the game hasn't told us we're failing yet. So if we don't get that feedback to find out that we failed and we just assume that we're a success all the time then, you know, then you end up with somebody who is overly confident, even though they're failing all the time. So there's definitely some cautionary tales to say, I don't think you can learn everything that, that life has to teach you just through video games. Russ, what do you think? Some kind of concluding thoughts here. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, th I think you hit the nail on the head with that one, but to kind of conclude us as we're kind of running, um, up against time now, um, you know, I think this is a great little kind of debate and question, and I'm very interested to know if there's anybody out there that has any answers to some of these questions that we have. Um, you know, we would love to to take that up and be a conversational thing and kind of address those at some point. So uh, if you have any opinions or ideas on the fact of, you know, are there good life lessons to learn or are there things that we just can't learn from games? You know, let us know in the comments or join our Discord and we can continue the conversation over there. Um, so, yeah, we just really want to open that up to you guys. And if you're listening at home, in your car, uh, on a computer, on a phone, wherever it may be, uh, we appreciate you for listening and would just love to hear your insight on this conversation and kind of open up the dialogue to you guys. Um, but that's all I have to say on this topic. Um, Dave, any last final words that you have on the topic for the day? I think just the invitation that you made to invite everybody on discord.churchforgamers.com. Uh, you can find our discord there. Uh, join us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitter, X formerly known as Twitter, whatever it's called. Um, you know, all of the social platforms. Uh, and, and again, just to join the community and, and join in these conversations, you know, Russ and I love having these conversations. Uh, Brian too. When Brian's here with us, we love having these conversations, but really we also just want to talk with you guys, find out what, uh, what you think about these topics. So, uh, with that, I just want to remind everybody that whether you're learning your life lessons through living your life or through failing or through some video games, uh, just to remind you that God loves you, to remind you that you always have a place where you belong, uh, that you belong and uh, and that you are living your best life where you are. And however we can be of uh, an encouragement to you as you live this life, uh, let us know how we can encourage you and bless you in your week. So with that, God bless, and we'll see you next week. God bless.